Hey, oh, welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my friend, and welcome to this week's podcast episode all about challenging yourself for change. And I want you to, after you listen to this podcast episode, tag me in your takeaways and hashtag challenge for change and let me know how you're going to challenge yourself for change this week, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, but how are you going to take intentional action right after you listen to today? And I know that it is going to light a fire underneath your booty because I am so fired up just thinking about all the challenge for change that I have going on in my own life right now and how you can cultivate cultivate that fire and that mindset in your own life too. So this is for you, my friend, the one who is listening to this sitting inside of your warm, cozy comfort zone. And I know that you know what I'm talking about. It's that feeling of being content. It's that feeling of going through the same things and the same motions that you already know on a day-to-day basis because it doesn't make you uncomfortable, because it doesn't make you uneasy, because it doesn't make you second guess yourself. But guess what? Where you're sitting right now in your warm, fuzzy comfort zone is where your dreams are going to die. And bridging that gap of where you're at, where your dreams are dying and wilting away like a dead plant to where you want to go, to let your dreams flourish, to let your dreams thrive, to make your dreams come true, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. And bridging that gap happens when you challenge yourself for change, when you challenge yourself every single day to get outside of your comfort zone, to be 1% better. And the longer that you hold out and the longer that you wait for the perfect time or for the stars all to align or for when you have everything figured out, guess what? That is how many moments that you are letting pass you by, how many opportunities that you are missing out on right in front of you because you're waiting for change to happen instead of going out there and making the change happen yourself. And the other day on my Instagram, I asked a question. I said, if there is one thing that you wish you had more of, which would it be? And it was between time, energy, confidence, and fulfillment slash purpose. And you only got to pick one. And one of my good friends replied and she said, wow, like this is a really hard question to answer because I have a happy amount of each, but I also crave more of each. And so it's important to acknowledge and ask yourself, why am I craving this change? Who am I going to be on the other side of this change outside of my comfort zone when I actually put in the work to make what I want happen, happen. And Trent Shelton is one of my absolute favorite podcasters. And I was listening to an episode of his the other day and he said, there's the complainers, there's the wishers and the workers. The complainers are the people who throw the pity party. They say, why me, poor me. They adopt this victim mindset of saying everything in life is just against me. Everything in life is never going to work out in my favor. There's the wishers, the people who really, really want to make things happen. And they constantly fill themselves with the I wishes, if onlys. And then there's the workers, the people who put their head down and they build that disciplined muscle and they push themselves on a daily basis to get outside of their comfort zone, to challenge themselves for that change. And so I want you to just like do a self audit real quick and ask yourself, which one am I? Am I the complainer? Am I the person who always says, why me? Am I the wisher saying, I wish if only, or am I the worker? And which one do you actually want to be? Maybe you fall into the complainer category right now. 
and you really want to be a worker, you really want to make your dreams happen, how are you going to bridge that gap? I can tell you how. You're going to challenge yourself for change. You're going to look inward and ask yourself, why am I craving this change? What do I want and need more of in my life in order to achieve that extra energy, that extra confidence, that extra fulfillment, that extra purpose, all of the things. And I want you to be a worker. I want you to commit to challenge yourself for change every single day. You can't keep sitting here wanting the finish line, but not being willing to put in the work. So where do you start? I want you to start by finding people that are living at the level that you want to live at, meaning finding people around you in your immediate environment who are one step ahead of you at all times. Because if you are the smartest, brightest, most knowledgeable person in the room, how are you ever going to grow? Sure, the people below you are going to grow. And this isn't like a, oh, I'm better than everybody else. Watch me sitting up here type of thing. But you have to be in an environment that is constantly pushing you. And that is one of the biggest shifts that I have made in my 20s is that when I was in college, I was hanging out with the people who, yes, were my good friends at the time, but we were doing the same things every single weekend. We were going to the bars, having late night pizza nights, having movie nights. We were doing fun things and don't get me wrong, I have a lot of those friendships that I still absolutely treasure, but I was not having my eyes open to other opportunities, new ways to live. And you can't be what you don't see. So if you don't see other people excelling, if you don't see other people living a visionary life, if you don't see other people dreaming big and making those big dreams happen by putting in the diligent work to get there, then you possibly cannot be that either because you have no idea what it looks like. That is why in a world that is constantly evolving and constantly growing, people are always hosting mentorships. People are always investing in mentors. People are always investing time, energy, and money into becoming better, into putting themselves in new environments, in new boxes. And you have to do the same. You have to change the people you're around if you want to change your life. And there's like this current like viral real TikTok going around that's like, you can't change the people that are around you but you can change the people around you. And it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's like, wait a minute, what does that even mean? It means that you are in full control of who you let absorb your time and energy and who you invest your time and energy into. And the best thing that I have done as a 20-something is investing in mentors on all different spectrums, a running coach, a debt coach, you know, investing into my own business by growing myself as a mentor so that way I can mentor others better. And it's this ripple effect So if you want to cultivate change, start by changing your environment because you are most like the five people that you surround yourself with the most often. So right now, stop and ask yourself, who are the five people that your immediate circle entails? And are you proud of that? Are you around people who challenge you for change? Are you constantly going back and forth each other saying, hey, calling each other out on your BS, you know, telling them, hey, you're not living up to the expectations that you said that you were going to, and they should be giving you that same feedback. And I think that it's so, so important to put yourself into a community of like-minded people because then you can dream bigger and live louder. But at the same time, you have to realize that it's an internal race. It's not an external race. And we 
really have to learn how to celebrate the success of others while realizing that there's plenty left over for you too. And when you adopt that scarcity mindset that says, well, because she's at that level of success, because she's already there, that means that I can't do it too. No, that circles back to surrounding yourself by people who are already living ahead of you or at the pace that you want to be and above and beyond because when you put yourself in that environment and when you realize that just because somebody else has it doesn't mean there's not any left over for you and you step in and you realize that there is unique success out there for you. You are unique. You are built to be you and you weren't built to be anybody else, but also realizing that comparison is a death trap. Comparison is also where dreams go to die. And when you get stuck into comparison and you keep comparing yourself to where she's at or the amount of success that she has or what she has and what you don't have, and you adopt that scarcity mindset, you tell yourself that you are not worthy. You dig into this limiting belief system that is negative. And once you feed and you continue to water that negative belief system, it's going to get louder and louder. You're going to keep finding all the reasons, yeah, why it's not going to work out for you. But instead, when you put that blinder on and you clear out that external noise and you realize that it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing, it only matters what you are doing. And more so, it matters what you are doing internally. Last week, I did a whole podcast episode about changing the cause not the effect, changing the mindset instead of trying to change the external environment. Because no matter how hard you try to change that external environment, if you're not aligned internally with the things that are going on in your brain, then it's not going to matter. And while we're on the subject of changing your internal environment, I want to talk about which brain you use to act on decisions or to formulate thoughts or to formulate action plans. And that is brain one and brain two. And maybe you're like, I didn't even know that I had two brains. And guess what? I didn't either, but the more research that I've been doing on it, the more that it all makes sense. So we have brain one, which is in your head. It's sort of, it's the traditional framework of how we think that, you know, thoughts come to life or actions come to life. You have an experience, you have a sense, and then your brain responds. But we put too much energy into thinking and remembering and not enough energy into feeling and experiencing what's actually going on which takes place in our second brain, aka the gut. And the gut has more neurons in the spinal column that are constantly firing. The gut feeling comes from those butterflies or those knots. You know that rumble deep down when there's something that just excites the heck out of you. And it's like this holy cow, do I go for it feeling? That's your second brain. That is the brain of your gut telling you thinking with your feelings and with your emotions and it's independent of your brain one your thinking brain but it's also connected and we don't acknowledge it enough but it still shapes your actions whether you think about it or not And so as you're changing your internal environment and you're learning to not run the comparison race, but to just run your own race internally, I want you to slow down and think about the feelings. And when you're challenging yourself for change, acknowledging those feelings, acknowledging that rumble in your gut and not just downplaying it, not just pretending that it's not there, 
but instead listening and saying, why am I having this gut feeling? Why am I having this emotional tie and this craving to create this change? And when you really listen and you tune out that external noise and you get rooted and connected on what's happening internally, you start to see massive shifts. And I think about when I first started this podcast episode and let me, let me just give you a little backstory here about February of 2018 is when I first started my personal development journey. I started an online networking business and, you know, one of our daily to-do tasks was to listen to 15 minutes of personal development. I was like, what a hoax. And then I started listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, I am making so many connections and so many perspective shifts. Like I didn't even know existed. Fast forward to moving a thousand plus miles away to the state of North Carolina to accept a new grad job as a nurse and then pandemic. And during the pandemic, I had so much alone time. And as an introvert, I love that because that's where I get my best energy. But there was one day that I was laying in bed and I like had this weird rumble, this weird gut feeling. I was like, I have become so obsessed and so in love with my own personal growth journey what if I started to share that with others? What if I could inspire others to live a life more aligned? What if I could inspire others to take that action, to conquer their inner mean girl, and to truly live a life full of fulfillment and happiness? Not just like woo-woo happiness, but like genuine happiness at your core. And I Snapchatted my best friend and I said, it was like this potato looking selfie. And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast in 2020. And then I got on Instagram and One of my favorite podcasters, Keisha Fitzgerald, she had a podcast course that she was getting ready to host. And I was like, if this isn't the stars aligning, I don't know what is. I didn't even think 0.2 seconds about it because I had that emotional tie and that emotional connection. I hit send on like the little checkout car in 0.2 seconds. And I was like, I'm doing the damn thing. And it was the best thing that I ever have done. And it's because I listened to my gut. I listened to my emotional brain instead of just the intelligence side of things, instead of just trying to rationalize my way through everything. Well, yes, there is a time and a point to, you know, think strategically there's also a time in your life a lot of times in your life actually where you have to clear out that noise and you really have to listen to what your body and your second brain your gut is telling you and every day I'm working on winning my own internal race instead of trying so hard to win the external race because guess what that is a race that you will never ever win so as you are embodying this hashtag challenge for change I want you to think about what shifts and pivots do you need to make in your life and how can you step outside of that comfort zone where your dreams are dying and step into a growth mindset and a curiosity lens on what is out there and what lies ahead of you and what opportunities you can seek out. Don't be a complainer. Don't be a wisher. I want you to be a worker. I want you to create and fulfill the life that you truly want. I want you to commit to challenging yourself for change every single day. The finish line will never come. You can't just want the finish line, but not want to put in the work to get there. Find people, surround yourself with people who are running faster than you, who are one step ahead of you. Because if you are running at a hundred percent and the people around you are running at 80%, you're never going to exceed where you're at right now. Versus when you are the one running at 80% and you surround yourself by people running at a hundred percent, you can up level with 
them and then you'll be running with them and then you put yourself into a new box in a new environment and you find new people to challenge yourself for change with and you keep doing that you are going going to constantly be in a state of growth in a state of evolving realize that it's not an external race that you are running here you are never going to outrun the people that you compare yourself to but you can run an internal race you can slow down and start to really acknowledge the feelings and the emotions and the experiences that you're having inside of you to create a life more aligned externally and i'm going to link last week's podcast episode in the show notes change the cause not the effect because when you change that internal environment your external environment is going to change by default and i want you to wake up every single day and ask yourself how can i challenge myself for change how can i challenge myself to be just one percent better and imagine if every day you tackled with that mindset where you could be one week two weeks, three weeks, three months from now, and you can't have that instant gratification mindset. You can't want the change and want it now. You have to realize that it is a compound effect, that the work that you're putting in now, the thoughts that you're thinking now are going to be a byproduct in a few weeks from now. So keep putting in the work, keep showing up for you and keep challenging yourself for change and know that I am always rooting for you. Don't forget to tag me in this week's takeaways. I am so, so excited for what we have on the upcoming episodes and guests coming on the podcast. If you have any recommendations or anything that you want to hear, as always, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know, but I will chat with you next week. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 